Hello, everyone. Welcome to a brand new edition of the Cybersecurity Matters Podcast. I'm your host, Dominic Vogel, and joining me as he does each and every week is my co-host, Christian Redshaw. Uh, I would normally ask you how you're doing, but we're tight on time today, so I'm just going to assume that you're doing well. Um, uh, we're very excited to have Kate Turchin Wang on the show with us. Uh, she's the Senior Director of Marketing at Cloudicity. Kate, thank you so much for joining us on the Cybersecurity Matters Podcast today. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Um, so I'm going to get started like we do with every guest. Uh, I'd love to learn a little bit more about your sort of your career narrative, your personal narrative. What's brought you to where you are today? Uh, we, uh, I know our guests like sharing th- those stories. I know our listeners and viewers like hearing people's personal narratives. So uh, we'd like to just start there if that's okay. Yeah, happy to share. So as you mentioned, I'm the Senior Director of Marketing at Cloudicity, and Cloudicity helps healthcare companies uh, stay secure and compliant in the public cloud. Um, as you know, healthcare is an alphabet soup of regulation. So that's that's what we make sure that they can align with. And yeah, so my career story is a little bit unconventional. I started as a BDR or SDR at a cybersecurity company. For those of you that don't know what a BDR is, that's the person that bugs you on the phone, cold calls you, you hang up on them, tell them to go away. So that's how I got my foot in the door because I really wanted to be in cybersecurity. Um, and I was quickly very frustrated with getting hung up on people, cussing me out, all types of reactions like that. And so I thought to myself, how can I change this? How can I make how can I make people actually want to talk to me so that that doesn't happen? So I thought, well, if I were to be famous, that wouldn't happen. So what I started doing was writing songs and singing to my prospects. And the song started taking off. And the first one that got really, really big was the AWS shared responsibility model song. And where I explained the shared security model of the the public cloud. I'd like to address what needs to be brought up. Amazon shared responsibility model. See, there's a lot of confusion and a lot are not aware, but I've got it broken down and I'm here to kindly share. See, they protect what's of the cloud. You protect what's in. That's where security best practices come in. And that song went crazy viral on LinkedIn. And then all of a sudden I went from being someone that nobody wanted to talk to, to someone that CIOs and CISOs and security directors suddenly wanted to connect with. And I had a pouring in of connections and people very high up that were interested in talking to me and my life changed from people hanging up on me to people actually going, oh, Kate, I'm so glad you called overnight. So I kept making those songs and I um, eventually, I the I wanted to be in marketing. I started in sales. I always knew I wanted to be in marketing. And eventually it got really, it got so big that the marketing team, I was working at College and Networks at the time, the marketing team took notice and they're like, well, you should just be in marketing. And um, they brought me in. And then after 11 months of me being in marketing there, so a CEO at my current company, Plasticity, reached out to me and 
just loved my brand, loved what I was doing, loved how I was, I was funny and I was entertaining and offered me a chance to be the director of marketing. So, you know, I did in two and a half years, I went from being the bottom of the company to a director. And I attribute that to humor and creativity and a personal brand because no one would have ever, no one in their right mind would have offered someone who had been in marketing for 11 months, the opportunity to come lead the whole marketing department. Um, so that's how I got where I am today. The power of branding. That's all. <laughs> An awesome narrative, Kate. <laughs> so, Kate, I mean, we've Thanks. talked about shared responsibility in the cloud as well, but we've never uh, thought about, about it. Uh, <laughs> making it making it funny. Well, maybe Dominic has, or uh, or singing it. So that's that's amazing. Definitely want to hear that song. Definitely uh, got to get Dominic to learn that and perform that as well. Um, so you've branded yourself now as a keynote uh, speaker. How are you using that ability now, along with your humor, to deliver tech-related content? Uh, online. I know you have a YouTube channel as well, and I, I believe LinkedIn as well. You're pretty active there. Yeah. So I uh, use my brand to get the word out about Plotisity. Like I said, I, I, I have a lot of songs, but um, we recently started a, a new series called Good Cloud, Bad Cloud that I think you saw, Dominic. That's just a really funny series about security best practices in the cloud and just all cloud best practices, reliability, and performance best practices. And that video got a lot of views. And one of my team members actually said he went to a meetup, a cloud meetup recently, and people were talking about it, asking what Cloudicity does. So I really just try to use humor and brand to just get people's attention, to, to get people asking, what are we doing? And just get get awareness out around our brand. And you know, I even if I go to an event, I'm there wearing my cloud glasses. I'm cracking jokes and making people laugh. You know, I just try to bring that brand and that humor wherever I go. That's awesome. Uh, there's this particular campaign. Um, you were recognized uh, in the Titan Awards as best digital marketing campaign. Uh, if you can re remember back to that, can you walk us through that campaign? Uh, what made it successful and what were the impacts and results of it? Yeah, so I got that award because of a particular campaign that I started last year that is still performing this year. And um, essentially, you know, in, in the world of cloud security and cloud, it's we're, we're competing with, you know, some of the biggest companies in the world for real estate on Google, which is really difficult. So there's some, you know, you could try to rank for the word cloud security, but what are the chances that that's going to happen, you know, when you're up against the big players? So I essentially just figured out a, uh, a longer tail search term that people were searching that companies hadn't really went after. And I created a quiz, like an interactive asset, like, oh, figure out how much this costs. And, and um, it was really interactive. And so when people type, like, how much does this cost? It, it gives you the best answer to that question on Google. So, um, so it, it brought in a ton of leads and continues to. So that's what that campaign was. I mean, just, just thinking outside the box. Looking for workarounds. <laughs> I, I love the whole notion again about branding and especially in the tech space, Kate, like uh, there tends to be an overemphasis on the technology or the, you know, the security or, or what have you. It tends to be an underemphasis 
on creative branding. Do you, as a whole, do you feel that the security industry is stifled by a lack of creative branding? Because a, a lot of it still seems to be the same fear and certainly doubt that was spewed 20 years ago, just in different forms. Do, do you think that there's a source of uh, competitive advantage for organizations or security vendors that would embrace more of a creative branding approach like, like you lay out? Yes, I definitely think if you look across the security landscape, all the content is the same tone. Like I said, fear, uncertainty, doubt. Yeah. It's just it's just the same. So there's a huge opportunity for companies that want to use humor. And you know, I can't stress that enough. People like humor. It's a pattern interrupter. You're scrolling on LinkedIn, everything's the same, and then you see yeah. humor and it's like bam, and people love it. It makes their day so happy. But it can't just be humor with without a tie-in. You can't, you know, my favorite example, I think this was in the 90s or the early 2000s, but somebody did a marketing campaign where they hijacked the Olympic diving camp, the Olympic diving competition. And he was wearing like a funny costume and an inner tube and his brand and jumped off the diving board and everybody saw it, but nobody remembers what the brand is because it what he did, it was funny but it didn't tie into the brand at all. So you have to be humorous, but it has to be educational and it has to really tie into what your brand does. I, 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 lo I love that. Um, one last quick question for you, Kate. You know, so for you know, the, the marketers uh, out there in, in the security field who are wanting to take a different tactic and are inspired by what, what you're saying, um, what if they, they feel like they're too, too introverted, they're not comfortable singing? What, what, what advice or tactics? Or don't have the talent. Or the talent, yeah. What, what advice would you give for someone who wants to think outside the box but maybe feels they're not prepared to do so? You know, that's a really great question. Yeah, and obviously most people can't sing, so you're not going to do that. Um, but there's there's things you can do sitting behind your computer and being introverted. You could write a skit and get it animated. You could, yeah, start a cartoon series or anything, puppets, like something that's different, you know? And I think most marketers are good writers. Writing is at the core of all marketing. So if you can write something funny that's educational and find a way to do that hiding behind your computer, then there's ways to do that. And you're, you're gonna, that's the workaround I recommend. Be humorous and yeah, don't do what everyone else is doing because you have to work so hard to do the same thing that everyone else is doing and get results. When if you try using humor and creativity, you might be able to bust through the noise. It's it's like a wormhole to the top. Awesome. That's, that's awesome. Inspirational words to end by. And actually, I now feel inspired. Maybe we should pivot our podcast to more of a puppet show. So uh, that might be a bit more <laughs> entertaining. hide down there. Yeah, that's right. But uh, Kate, that was an absolutely fantastic, uh, just info-packed uh, session there. We really appreciate you coming on the Cybersecurity Matters podcast and spending time with Christian and I and enlightening our, our audience uh, right across the world. Thank you so much and hope you have an awesome rest of the day. Thank you guys as well. Thank you, Kate. It was great Kate. to be here. Awesome. Thank you, Kate. And Christian and I will be right back to wrap up today's episode. Well, that was a power-packed episode with uh, Kate there. Uh, uh, I know we didn't have singing yet, but... Uh, it's just, coming. It's We're coming. It in this episode. I, I just loved her lesson on branding. Mm -hmm. I thought that was just 
it's so fresh and different compared to what's out there in the security yeah. vendor landscape where it's just the same stuff that hits you over the head. Yeah. Um, but I'm keen to yeah. know what you thought of what she was saying. Yeah, my thoughts were very similar. It's one thing she said is that it's hard work to do what everyone else is doing. So why not give something of value, yeah. entertain, be creative, and educate at the same time, just tie it in. Uh, absolutely, yeah, no, she definitely was on, on that note that you're saying there, being able to entertain, engage, and educate, and you do all three and do that very well, uh, especially like I said, in, in a field like cybersecurity, I think you can stand out very quickly and go very far. So that was a great uh, mini masterclass of sorts by, by Kate, and we're very grateful that she joined us today. And as always, we're very grateful to our loyal listeners and viewers who join us each and every week. If you did happen to miss a previous episode, do check out the Cybersecurity Matters YouTube page, or do uh, listen to an old episode or previous episode, as we like to call them, uh, on your preferred podcasting platform. But until next time, be well, be safe, and we'll see you again next time on the Cybersecurity Matters podcast. I'd like to address what needs to be brought up. Amazon shared responsibility model. See, there's a lot of confusion and a lot are not aware, but I've got it broken down and I'm here to kindly share. See, they protect what's of the cloud. You protect what's in. That's where security best practices come in. Shared responsibility. We all must do our part for public cloud security. Shared responsibility. If we work together, we will be disaster free. Think of it like this. The cloud is your office. Amazon protects the building, the parking, mailboxes. But what you put inside the cloud is yours to secure. After all, they can't help if you don't lock your door. So MFA your AMIs and rotate all your keys. That's how you stay on top of cloud security. Shared responsibility. We all must do our part for public cloud security. Shared responsibility. If we work together, we can be disaster free.